spirituality, um, as you become more prominent in this leading world, you will have the temptation to become prideful. You will have the temptation to become uh, arrogant and self-conceited, thinking that you've achieved what you've achieved by yourself. There's a reason why the poor people worship God more than the rich people. And it doesn't have to do with because the rich people are better or whatever. It has to do with they, 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 they're checked, right? At all times, they're checked by the system or they're checked by life that, damn, like, they're not that great, right? You're not that much. You're worth shit. Because that's the reality. We're all, we're all dust. We're, we're not worth anything. We're not that, that great. Um, and if you can come with humility, right, into this understanding that you're not, you're not hot shit, right? Like, humble, humble yourself. Then you can have a relationship with God that is based on being teachable, and a lot of people have an interesting relationship with God. And it's a relationship that once again is based off of what they've been told who God is, right? They haven't experienced God. Why? Because they don't care to experience God. If you want to experience God, you have to be intentional and you can find God in nature. You can find God in books. You can find God in your interactions with other people, but you have to be willing to uh, look for the truth. And in order for you to look for the truth, you have to be humble. Because humility is what gives you the, the, the teachable attitude and the student's attitude in order to develop a spiritual maturity that is abnormal. The second one is you need consistency. Just like in your physical uh, realm, the spiritual realm requires consistency, right? You have to consistently develop the spiritual side of your life in order for it to become strong. And when people are like, oh, Luke, how can I become like you? All these things are like, well, what do you mean become like you? Oh, well, you know, you talk this way and you believe these things. I'm like, yes, well, you have to instill a life of discipline that you start adapting these, hobbit, these, these habits and these, this way of life. Um, and then inevitably, it'll just become who you are. So I think people need to focus on being consistent. And I think people need to focus on having a teachable attitude and being humble. And if you don't humble yourself, the world and God will. Yeah, I come from a, a background that has kind of like a Judeo-Christian principle um, kind of philosophy. And yeah, like, like most kids, uh, you just go through the motions because you're just a kid. But then once again, like I mentioned before, I started looking at the results of the lives of the people that were giving me this information, right? So they were telling me who God was, right? But I was looking at their experiences, their marriages, uh, not just my parents, but in general, right? The people around me, the people in those churches, things of this nature. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. like this person says that that uh, God is love, but they treat me like shit. So I don't want that God, right? And I started questioning everything that I believed, which I believe is extremely healthy and anybody should do uh, because I was comparing it based off of what people were telling me. And people aren't the right measurement. Right? You can't hold the standard of God to people because people are always going to fall short to it. So I realized I need to get to know who God is. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to read the Bible for five years. And the reason I did that was like under the premise that I needed to not be biased towards the world, right? I needed to go on a self-exploration journey. So I went through the crazy exploration of psychedelics. I went through the crazy exploration of uh, Judaism, which is... Uh, it's unbelievable. It's like, there's so much wisdom, so much knowledge there. It's like phenomenal. Um, 
went through the the Gita, which is the 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 Hindu text. I went through the Quran. I went through a lot of texts. And uh, when it's all said and done, whether uh, I ended up agreeing with a lot of the things that that were mentioned or not, I came to realize that there's a lot of wisdom and a lot of truth and a lot of things that are told, and that a lot of these people had relationships with with God, relationships with a higher power, without necessarily having texts or books. So I was like, hmm, can they actually have a personal relationship with God that God speaks to them personally because they're, they're aware, right? They're in tune. And I was like, let me test that. Let me test having a relationship with God where he actually speaks to me directly. And most of you guys uh, don't experience God because you're so occupied and busy and, and, and there's so much noise, right? Because the brain's like an antenna. There's so much noise, there's so much fuzziness, right? That when God speaks, you don't listen because you're not aware. So it requires this idea of, once I, once it goes back to what I said in the beginning, you need to have enough to focus on yourself full time. Because part of focusing on yourself full time is being able to spend time exploring truth, studying truth, dissecting these things that you believe in, and coming down to conclusions as to how the world works and who's in charge and what, what are the governing powers in the world and, and is God real? And if he's real, why does he allow bad things to happen? Right? Or if he's good, why, why do kids get bombed in Syria 24-7? Right? All these existential questions, they're questions that if you have the ability to spend time focusing on yourself, you're going to be able to, to get to know God more in the process of, of learning. And it's a lifelong journey. You know, I think, I think it's, a, it's like there's a specific book that was written. I think, I forget who the author was, uh, but it's called Pilgrim's Progress. Have you read Pilgrim's Progress? You should read the book Pilgrim's Progress. It's this idea of the Christian's journey, right? He goes through Vanity Fair. He goes through uh, different encounters with different entities. And it's a book that basically takes you through the journey of somebody getting to know God. So I'm in that journey of getting to know God, and it's a lifelong journey. Uh, But like I said in the beginning, in the kind of the three tenets, you need to be able to be teachable and humble and consistent. So if you can focus on being teachable, humble, and consistent and uh, you are in tune of what God wants to teach you, then he will. Okay. Real quick. When was the first time you heard God? What was the story? If you if you know it off the top of your head and how I actually d- don't remember. You don't remember? No, I don't when was remember. the last time? Okay. The last time it's a crazy story. So it's a story that I said yesterday. I was in Josh retreat and I went on a, um, kind of like a, a fasting journey myself. And I went up to the desert by myself five days on fasting, just water. And I had a psychedelics with me. So I had mushrooms and I had DMT and I had an encounter with God. And I knew it was God because, uh, it was the same voice that had been speaking to me before. And we were just having a conversation regarding being ready. Right. And he was basically telling me that I wasn't ready to achieve certain things in life. And I asked him why. And he said, that's for you to figure out. And that was kind of like my last encounter. And my conclusion to that was that, um, if God wants to entrust you with a lot of things, you have to be trustworthy. And if he can't trust you with the small things, he's not going to trust you with the big things. And I realized that there was things in my life that he couldn't trust me in because I hadn't surrendered the small shit. Like I hadn't surrendered my habits with eating. I hadn't surrendered uh, my habits with how I perceived money and, or I hadn't surrendered my habits with pride, right? All these things that need to be out of the way in order for, uh, in order to be used in a higher way. So that was the last time I had a, a one-on-one conversation with God that was uh, phenomenal to remember. 
it's this it's this idea it's the recognition it's the humility dude you need to have you need to be humble and if you're humble god will god will talk to you it's it's just it, it's it is the truth and people will want to combat me on this and i'm sorry that people's life journey has has put them in a situation where it's it may be more difficult to perceive certain things but like you said you know sometimes you just have to sit in silence and you have to struggle this idea that God's just going to talk to you because you asked him to talk to you when you haven't given him attention for your entire life and he's just observing your actions and you don't really care about him. You don't think about him all day. Your actions don't say that, that you are who you are. Why would, why would he do anything for you? Oh, well, he loves me. Yeah, but do you love him? Because you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Not you shall believe it. Not you shall force yourself to adopt it. It's you shall know. And... I just know. And I'm not in the quest of defending God. You know, God doesn't be, need to be defended. I'm just in the quest of making sure that how I live is, and I'm a bad Christian. You know, like, that's how I label myself. I'm a bad Christian. I'm the guy that goes against the grain. I'm the guy that that you're not going to see going to church and, and singing songs with the rest of the people. But you'll see me in Liberia building water wells. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to do the things that God is calling me to do in the way that he's calling me to do it. I'm not going to be constrained by somebody else's opinions, by orthodoxy, by by others' um, uh, ways of operating. And what I will say is that even the Christianity of the West is very different to the Christianity in other places of the world. If you go to the Middle East, uh, the Christianity in the Middle East is very different. If you go to South Korea, the, the Christianity of South Korea is very different. If you go to Nigeria, the Christianity in Nigeria is very different. So a lot of people are experiencing God in different ways. But I think that here, especially in the West, there's a lot of distractions. Um, it's, it's very difficult to get to know God, not just in, in Christianity, but just in general, right? It's very hard to develop a spiritual life because there's so much craziness and noise and internet and social media and bullshit and addictions. And I think, I think the realization that to me, this God was the real God was not only just knowing, and it's hard to explain, like, you know, there's no justification for it. And, and to be hundred percent honest, but I look at the results of my life based off of adopting this worldview and I wouldn't change it for anything. And that's the thing is, God isn't supposed to be enough for just eternity. He's supposed to be enough for this life as well. So is the life that you have based off of the belief system that you're adopting, like your fullest potential? Is, is, are you reaching your fullest potential? Is God giving you peace and joy and tranquility? Or do you live a miserable life? If you're a Christian and you're living a miserable life and you've been living a miserable life your entire life, and you live in sadness, if you live in fear and anxiety, then maybe you're not a Christian. Because those aren't the signs of a Christian, right? And I know it's a hard, a hard pill to swallow. Um, and I may be wrong. <laughs> That's the beauty of it all. I may be wrong about all of this. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a long question, but that's kind of my thought. So in conclusion, I would probably not label myself a Christian by definition uh, because Christian uh, has labels attached to it, right? It's how you perceive Christianity versus how another person perceives Christianity. So by label, not a Christian, I would just say I'm a follower of Jesus.